Hey, you want to start fashion? Yeah, I want to start getting into fashion. I got a new backpack. Oh no. What, you want to see it? Yeah. Hold on. Good podcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold no, on. Really I'll, I'll clear the dead air. Um, it's a word like it's like oh, a that's, fancy one. That looks. Oh my god. That looks. That looks like my fiance's backpack. You kind of like it though? I'm not. It looks like not a man backpack. What? Why? That looks too fancy. It's for work. How'd you acquire? I asked Sarah if I could get like a like more like kind of worky backpack, like a little more fancy. I'm not gonna lie, it looks like a woman's bag. So that's what I've asked people. I'm like, is it a little feminine? It is, but there's no set. Here's the beauty of 2018. There's no such thing as like feminine or like masculine products. So what do you think? You it's think unisex. I should get rid of it? No, it's unisex. Like there's no such thing as like men and women. Here's my question. Do you like it? I do. I'm like a little... I like it for a woman. I'm a little self-conscious about it. <laughs> it's nice. It's, uh, it's objectively nice. Can I pull it off or is it just like, Sean? I don't know yet. You gotta like have very nice clothes. Now, we're gonna be back to the subject. Getting into fashion. You can't just be like basketball or like athletic shorts and a t-shirt with that backpack on. No, 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 no. This you is have like to be a... like suited and booted or yeah. like a nice like polo slacks. All right, you didn't help me feel nice shoes. self-conscious about it because now I feel more Well, now we it. both have to step up our game. Me for really Should no I get reason. rid of the backpack is what I'm trying to say. I feel like it costs a lot of money and it's hard to return. <laughs> I feel At like it's both of those probably, things. Probably, yes. All right, we're here talking about sports. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to talk about life, which includes fashion. Um, this is a good enough podcast. Episode guess. I think it's 48. Damn, you're right. Episode 48, the... I've got one for you. Stephen Davis, the Carolina Panthers. Oh, let's go! It is Stephen Davis. I did think about this before. I will say this. That's fine. No, it's I, a little bit of cheating. Andre Kirilenko is easy. Um, yeah, but forty-eight is tough. Yeah, there, is there any NBA player at forty-eight? I don't I know. Like, I mean, we're getting into the Zach Randolph territory, but that's fifty, I think. Who was so. I thinking of? I was thinking of Aaron Baines was forty-six. Um, mm. Forty-eight. That's a. That'd be a number like. Say you have a kid and they're playing basketball and they're like, what number should I be, Daddy? 48. 48. Pave your own trail. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally no one asking. Steven, Steven Davis, baby. Yeah, don't play football because he, he kind of did all that already. But um, yeah, what's been up? Aside from your new backpack, which may or may not be a woman's bag. I'm... Now you're you're definitely making me self conscious. I mean, I've gotten most people saying it's it's good, but it's I, nice. It's good. It's nice. But I've had a couple nice. people be like, "Well, it's definitely kind of girly." And I'm like, ah, "Let's talk about amenities in this bag." Now, what's good about the inside of it? Stuff I can't see right now. I mean, it's really just one big pouch, and then there's like a laptop case. They also gonna say, "Is there a laptop?" That's requisite these days, yeah. especially if we're a work laptop. Yeah. Can you hold an umbrella in it on the side? Is there like a pouch? I don't. Oh, there is actually. Okay. Okay. Can it hold like cords and things? Do you, like you know how backpacks have those front pockets and stuff? It's it actually is pretty crafty in, in there. You'd be surprised. Like the one thing that like, I feel like cargo shorts got a lot of flack, as they should have. But they had a lot. There was a lot of good in the cargo shorts. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. A lot if of cargo pockets. shorts came back. I'd be fine with that. They're so useful. Yeah. Like every, there's off every day. I'm at a point where I'm like, I wish I had more pockets. Yeah. I wish I had one more pocket. Not seven more pockets. One more pocket. I'm ready for us to evolve to the no wallet stage where you don't need a wallet. I'm getting there. This is a big step. Uh, do you remember my old wallet? I feel like you may have yelled at me about it at some point in life, maybe. Was it like really big? Really thick. And now I have this, which is... Yeah, that's pretty good. Mine's, oh, yeah. mine's clearly bigger. I think you've been yelled at for having a thick wallet, maybe. Who yelled? I thought it was you. But anyways, 
I'm downsizing to like a pouch. It's like a pouch that fits cards and like an ID and like a, two single bills. So they better it's be. It's not a terrible idea because how often am I using cards? I realized when I took all of my BS cards out of there, I'm like Bullshit. think about the card you like. Look, let's look at let's do a wallet check sure. on, on Sean right now. All right, you need that. That's your ID. ID. Zip card. Uh oh. I, mean, I have a zip card. Sometimes I need that. That's yeah, the yeah. thing. Like, that, I'll be randomly at a spot where I need it. No, you need that. Corporate card. Corporate card, you need that. Health savings account card. Don't need you it. You don't, maybe not need that on your personal. No. Now credit, we're starting to, all right, we're credit, starting that's to. That's a real credit card. We're getting out of the credit card. My checking account card. I don't need that. Because I, like, don't really use all right, it All right, now much. we're in the, uh. My Blue Cross card. These are actually important. I still don't really need it, though. I know, but, like, all these you can make an argument my for. My Charlie it. card. That's important. I could use this. And then finally... These are important cards. My work card. So I actually You need kinda, that to get into that build, yeah, yeah. All right. I need that this. That was actually a terrible display. Yeah, I know, because I kind of need all these things. But I, you don't have... Um, when I was pulling out mine, it was very disturbing. So I, like, had six loyalty cards to various restaurants. I try to do a good job of... Like, free burritos. Skimming that bullshit down. Yeah. But, yeah, I, like... Here's... Let's see, one, two, three, if four, anything, the zip card. five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine cards, and I would argue most, if not all of them, are somewhat essential. Which you, is, I would say, like, six are, like, musts. Yeah. And that, that, three are maybe, you don't need them on, but if something bad well, happens. Well, maybe I find a way I have, like, an A team and I have a B team. <laughs> my B team is like, all right, this is where I'm going, where the, I need everything. Specific, yeah. And then I have my A thing where it's like, or, where A it's like, is need everything. Yeah, B is like, all right, I only need two things, and that... Yeah. It's something different. And some people have that, like, pouch on their phone. Yeah. That one puts a lot of pressure on you, though, because it only fits, like, four cards. Exactly. I have that, kind of. I have things that fit, too. I have my Charlie card and the extra credit card here. Um, but, yeah, honestly, I'm rocking five cards right now, like, including IDs. I actually have my, like, business school ID, which doesn't make sense. But well, I guess free student discounts on that stuff. But, uh, yeah, so that was one of the things I was thinking about from a fashion standpoint is, like, how do I minimalize my look. I've been talking to Sarah about this. Fashion's which we're here now. We're now I, I'm moving from fashion to I'm, I keep saying I want to like minimalize like my life in general. Like as far as like my clothes I only want clothes that I, Doug funny? I want them to be <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't want to pull the like what's the like Barack Obama I only wear gray and blue suits because I don't one less decision in my life. Mm -hmm. I don't need to do that. But like I only want to have clothes that literally I will wear. If I don't wear it for said months, Give it's it gone. Donate. I don't care. I don't care if it's nice. It's gone. Oh wow. Yeah, donate it. Yeah, if you're not gonna, if you haven't worn it in eight months, if it's not like a special suit or something like that, I would go down four months. Ooh. Oof. I know. Unless it's uh, unless it's seasonal. Well, like I'm not wearing corduroys in the summer. This this brings up a funny funny little anecdote. Um, my fiance's mother was here uh, last weekend, um, for like four days. And then on the day she was leaving, she was like, "Oh, you should check the mail when you come home. I, I left a package for you." I'm like, "Oh, that's very nice. Like, wonder what that could be." And I was thinking, it was like maybe, you know, something that I said I needed that she overheard. I get the box, bring it upstairs, pretty heavy. I'm like, "What is this? What could this be?" Uh, it's a box of fifty velvet hangers. Velvet hangers are kind of nice, though. Let me tell you what I said. I but I didn't say I need it. <laughs> a hanger. One hanger. I don't need one hanger. I have velvet hangers are good for your pants because they don't, like... Wait, tell me about velvet hangers. What is, what's special about them? What do they do with pants? Sarah had a bunch, and then I... I like, have a took lot. A, I took a couple, and I was like, oh, these are actually kind of nice because 
You know how, like, normal hangers, you'll put your pants on them and they'll crunch to one side yeah. or the other, or they'll, like, actually completely fall off? That won't happen with velvet hangers because they have a little grip to them. Whoa! Exactly. You're way ahead in the fashion game. So I put my pants on Sarah's velvet hangers. So I did not buy these. No, I mean, yeah. I don't think I've ever purchased hangers right. in my life. I've just acquired hangers. Exactly. And then I'll put my shirts on, like, plastic hangers. Okay. Does the same thing go with shirts, too? Well, the shirts, they don't like, really they're not going to slide or they're not going to fall. But your pants, like, how often have you had your pants where yes. they'll slide to one and side? You, like, and you haven't worn them in, like, three weeks and then they're super wrinkled? This kind of avoids that. Damn. All right. Well, fashion... Like, we should start a fashion sub-fashion podcast. podcast. So we podcast twice. One is our fashion podcast, and so one we, is this one. Should we, like, just double it up, or just cut this in half and then make... I don't know. That's a great question. I'm ready to but venture down the path. I feel like people want to hear what we have well, to say. Well, let's talk about what we're wearing right now. So I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> I'm also wearing shorts. I'm wearing basketball shorts I got um, sophomore year of college. Okay. Um, they've held up well. I'm wearing a Uniglo t-shirt. Hey, shout out to Uniqlo. They make good quality stuff. I went, I get their, my t-shirts from there. Yeah, I yeah. like the shirts. And yeah. get sweatpants there. We can match. There sweatpants we go. are nice. Um, I'm wearing Gazelle sneakers, which um, if anyone has seen me over the last, I don't know, eight years, <laughs> they're they've the seen me in Gazelles. They're the regular, the standard Adidas sneakers. They're I just, want people, to, when they think of Sean Bassett, they think of Gazelles. That's kind of what I think. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, and a tie-dye shirt for some reason. Um, I've moved on from tie-dye shirts. Um, yeah, I mean, basically both our fiancés fixed our fashion to some degree. Some degree. Um, definitely not completely. I'm wearing an Under Armour shirt that I'm sweating through. Um, regular black Nikes, Under Armour socks, just really clashing brands. Um, but yeah, I kind of want to get to the point where I care about what I wear when I go out of the house. And I'm not there yet. I'm not, I don't think I'll ever be. But. I made that like approach maybe a year ago, and I would say I'm like a third way there. Like, and I'm still, I've still got a long ways to go. Like it was, it was different when I was working at my old job when, when you had to like dress up. Everyone was dressing pretty nice, and it was like, all right, you gotta just do this to keep up. It wasn't like I wanted to do it. I was just like, oh, I don't want to be like exposed for being just like a derelict. But now at my job, I don't really. There's nothing. There's no code at all. It's like kind of where it's comfortable. Do the fuck you want, yeah. Which is good, but also bad because I'm regressing now. You're regressing to. I used to care about socks. I used to actually like. You, I used to, you were a sock guy. I used to base outfits off socks. I was turning into something special. I was wow. getting there. So this guy and we, shout out to Ian because I think he's already gotten a shout out in this uh, podcast before. But he's, he's cornered. He's cornered the uh, sock game in our office. So I can't like go into the sock market because he's already sort of cornered. He's also corner to the pocket square because oh. we'll have to wear suits i don't want pocket squares because you look like a huge douchebag no offense ian um so he wears like kind of sh- pants that are pretty hemmed up high so you can see the socks and then with the pocket square when he wears a suit he looks like a total asshole by the way <laughs> <laughs> but he looks like a nice asshole yeah yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's different brands of assholes um yeah so that's the fashion segment stay tuned for uh the Fashion Enough podcast. podcast. The Fashion Enough podcast. Yeah. yeah. Episode one coming soon. Soon. Within Should we next... have anyone else in it? I think we can handle that one ourselves. Yeah, we can just do that one ourselves. Because we have infinite knowledge on that subject. I mean, we just didn't come up with this a second ago. Right. This was well thought out and planned for months, yeah. weeks, days, today, now. So, welcome <laughs> to the Fashion Enough podcast, episode one. The Tracy McGrady edition. No. <laughs> <laughs> Quick question. Uh-oh. 
when are jerseys coming back in? Like, that you can wear in public? Yeah. I'm going to wear my, a jersey on 4th of July, because it's the only time I wear... Oh, you wear your Michael Jordan U.S. jersey. Yeah. That is a sweet jersey. <clears throat> that's the only one I wear. I, I remember seeing you in that jersey once. I was like, that's that's a good one. It's like, a, it reps, but it doesn't rep. Right, it's a quiet rep. Yeah. It's, it's a, not like, back-to-back World War champions. Yeah, like, fuck you. Like, current state of affairs, not great. Yeah. Not, like a nice... not exactly proud, yeah, of... Yeah, right. everything happening. I but, hear you. But Dream Team 92, I'm proud of that shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. Beating the brakes off of what, like Senegal? Or <laughs> yeah. who we beat? I don't or know. Or Angola. I think we beat Angola by <laughs> 87 <laughs> points. Yeah, that's what I rep. What, what is the best Dream Team jersey to own? I mean, Michael's like obviously like the coolest, but like, wow. I mean, I guess like the Mullen? Mullen or like Leitner. Leitner. I was going to say pro- Leitner. Basically, whoever didn't play. Yeah. Like the, the, it's inverse to your minutes. The best jersey yeah. is inverse to your minutes. Per Christian year. Leitner U.S. jersey would be pretty wild. Like Stockton. Basically, like the white guys. <laughs> we named the three white players. Like Leitner, Mullen, and... There must have been another white guy. No? Maybe not. Was there another white... Bird. Bird, yeah. I don't really count him. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you trying to, like, take <laughs> no. Larry Bird? No. I... I know what I said. It sounded problematic. It sounded but I, weird. But I gave him... It's like the Bill Clinton pass. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Bill Clinton was the first black president. Yeah, Bill Clinton was the first black president. Um, Larry Bird was like the 7,000th black NBA player. <laughs> but, yeah. I kind of give it... I mean, based on like, how Magic Johnson just talks about him like a brother. I'm like, yeah. Like, if not, you're cool with Magic, you're cool yeah, with yeah, me. Yeah. Right. So, in, Yeah. We'll say Mullen, Stockton, and Leitner. Not, no, because you wouldn't be cool. A Bird Dream Team jersey is unequivocally, but it's the same cool as Jordan. Right. It's not, like, next level cool. What about, the, like, the bad Dream Teams? Is that, are those cool jerseys? Oh, my God, like an Allen Iverson yeah. 2004 jersey? Tim Duncan 2000, uh, Yeah, LeBron 2004 jersey. That's right, he was on that team, too. Yeah, that was... I was in Argentina, and they had um, Manu Ginobili Argentina jerseys, oh, and I kind of wanted to get one. You should have got that. Get a Ricky Rubio Spain jersey. That would be cool, That'd too. That would be pretty. Or a Gasol, any one of those. You get kind of weird there. A Nene Bird. Brazil jersey. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Andres Nocioni, Argentina jersey. Oh, Argentina yeah. Jersey. Like, there's a lot of good Argentina players that you could just randomly... What's, like... Man, I'm trying to think of an obscure jersey you can get from Dream Team. Jose... No, no, no. Yeah, J.J. Barea, Puerto Rico. That'd be pretty sick. Well, I remember talking... I've actually had this conversation... <clears throat> A cool jersey would be a Soviet Union Arvidas Sabonis jersey. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's the holy grail. <laughs> yeah. We can't pass that. It's like, that would be so fucking cool. We can't pass that. Yeah. Damn. I'm sure I'm sure we can figure this that one out. That's I actually, so it's funny that I, because I, we were talking about jerseys and I was like, man, that'd be a cool jersey. And I looked it up and they, like, someone made one on Etsy. Yeah, Etsy has all. Yeah. Yeah. And was like. It expensive? Not really. And you I thought about it. buying one. You should buy it. Because at that point, I would always go, when I went to Electric Forest, I'd always, like, wear a jersey. And I'm like, man, this would be kind of a cool jersey to buy for, jersey. like, an Arvidas Sabonis. Would anyone Soviet know what that, Well, they know Sabonis, but yeah. I was going to say would anyone be able to identify that, but yeah, they could. Um, so that's a good catch-up. Um, <laughs> we went down. I don't think we caught up about anything. Nope. Uh, well, my catch-up was uh, that I was wildly hungover this morning for the first time in a long time. How does that feel? Hangovers are... Not fun. I thought I was like I thought I beat I thought I got to the point in my life where I'm not drinking to the point where I get hungover anymore, or my body can control it better. Or I drink water before going to bed. I'm like more responsible. How's that going? 
Today was bad. Today was real bad. Like, I woke up normal time. Well, that's the thing. You're going to wake up early yeah. as shit. Early. Completely, like, couldn't... Like, my body was like, you're not sleeping again until, like, five more hours. So you got to get used to it. And this is my first, like, real hangover since having a dog. So I was like, all right, how are we going to navigate this situation? The dog doesn't know you're hungover. Until it, she immediately knew I was hungover. Where we were walking outside, and I was like... Oh no, this walk's not going to go too well. And it was also like 90 degrees, so the dog was just like not fucking with that either. So both of us were just in bad shape walking up this hill. I would and say ex- extreme hot is worse than extreme cold oh, with, the, with the hangover. I think in general, too. I think, because there's something you can do about cold. Like you can just put on a blanket, put on a hoodie. Hot, you can't do anything. Like if it's too hot, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. AC, if it's the heat overrides the AC, nothing you can do. You've been on a stuffy tea with AC. It's not good. And we're, we, like, we live in Boston, and we're bitching about the heat. I mean, Boston gets hot. It does get hot, but like, I mean... For like three weeks. Right. And then winter starts up again. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> we're Love four it. weeks away from winter. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Sad. Um, but yeah, it was staggering. Like, I like, did the thing. Like, I haven't felt this feeling since when we lived together in the old Glenville spot. The, uh, your stomach does the three decisions, but you don't know which one it's going to make. Okay. They call it the eat shit throw up. Oh, God. Yeah, so you don't know what you want. But your stomach is like, I need one of those three. So you're like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, You'll you, start with the eat. Yeah, you try to eat something, you're like, oh, nope, that's not going to take. But we're down to two. And <laughs> one, one of them can be figured out easily, one of them can be figured out. So I spent like, a few times in the bathroom, I was just like, all right. I didn't throw up, so we can guess which one happened, but it was just kind of like a throwback feeling. Like a feeling I used to have like every Saturday and Sunday back in the day, where I was just like, oh. Should I get a bacon, egg, and cheese? Or you did get a up? lot of bacon, egg, and cheese. Or just throw up. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's a roll of the dice. It's a three, three-sided three die. So that was nice. Um, had not that many drinks, I think. I don't know. I mean, we're reaching the point where it's like, man, I'm hungover as shit, and I had like four and a half drinks. We drink uh, this podcast minimum three drinks, probably. But it's like, it. yeah. But it's like three. Three is a good line. Right. Like, I can still maintain my, like, everything. Yeah, I've decided if I'm like if I'm like going after work and getting drinks and like I work the next day, like two I'm fine. I'm waking up the next day and I'm completely fine. Three is where it's like questionable. Yeah, it's starting to become I'm like I'm fine, but I'm maybe a little like tired, like a little kind of groggy, like there's some cobwebs. Like I physically am okay, it's more kind of my head. Four, it's like I'm playing with a little bit of fire. (laughs) I might wake up at 4.45 in the morning just ready to wake up <laughs> which is not fun and then 5 is like fuck me I'm taking a day off yeah or like, it's like over and any, in 5 plus is 5 plus is day off 5 yeah. plus is like I gotta call out I remember and not to call out my sister but I think her and her husband Ricardo uh, they what did she say they, it was either I forget what happened they went to New Hampshire and she got two drinks. My sister doesn't really drink much. She's like, yeah, I ended up the night throwing up. I was like, Jesus oh. Christ. Well, Talk about washed. Well, was this pre-baby? Or? I, I'm trying to think if it was pre or post. I think it was pre-pregnant. It didn't really matter because she was washed to begin with. But I'm saying if you feel like pregnant yeah. and then baby comes out and you got to take care of the baby for X amount of time before you could like, really get drinks again. I can understand how two drink could do that to you. Yeah. But if it was just like regular Tuesday, pre-baby, that's not good. No. That's not great. I mean, all right, we were talking about this before, but 
like I can't forget the point of drinking anymore. I love it, and I'm glad we I do it. We're doing I'm doing it currently. But what's the what? What are bars? I asked you. It's a very yeah. deep question, but a very weird question. We um, people standing around so on, fed yeah, poison. So on Saturday, well, mainly me, not you. <laughs> I, I, I set up a World Cup pub crawl. Didn't crawl at all. Didn't crawl at all. We just stayed at one bar, and the games were at eleven and two. But I ended up leaving kind of late. Like what I, time? it was like eight o'clock. Like I was there for like eight hours, which is like problematic. That's a that's and a work day. I, I was like fine. Like I wasn't even like I didn't spent, even drink that much. Like I was spent fine a standard the next day. Work day at a bar. But it was like to your point, it's like you kind of have this like second thought in your head of like what the fuck did I just waste all of my time doing? What are you, what are we doing? What are we doing? I was at a bar for like four hours yesterday, casually. Why? Don't what know. were you doing? I don't know. It's you, a clo- you, like a dark room. You stand there. You're, you're mostly standing, or you're sitting on a stool, and you're uncomfortable because there's no back support. And you're just getting fed poison that you're paying for. Yeah. It's kind of weird where, like, the only circumstance where I can sit there and talk to someone for four hours is when drinks are involved. Yep. Poison. Just in, just fueling your body with Like, poison. imagine me and you just sitting in this room for four hours and just talking to each other without drinks. Oh, yeah. Sounds terrible. That sounds bad. Yeah. Couldn't even do that as roommates. We no. The same build, the same I apartment. will say, the, um, the nice part about no. our our old age at this point is that we're not getting like blackout drunk anymore no or like fairly infrequently it happens still yeah but um pops up so it is now i like the sort of the drinking in like third gear type of thing where you're having like two or three drinks enough to kind of like you know when you're stopping you're moving your lips a little bit you're like a little bit more loose but you're not like oh i know that level two and a half drinks that's where i'm that's where you thrive that's, what, that's why I live. I need to live in two and a half drinks, right. and I'll be a millionaire and possibly a professional athlete by the yeah. end of the year. But anything before that, I'm still like kind of... Like, I, you're not really feeling it. You're yeah. like, whatever. And then once you said the three the three beer drop. It's like, why? Why have more than three drinks? Because that's on the path to drunk. Three yeah. After three is on the path to drunk. Two and a half is like buzz and good. You're, convers- you're hitting all the jokes. Right. Timing's great. No one's ever saying after two drinks, wow, you were a fucking asshole last night. <laughs> and let me tell you, I've heard that before, but not, <laughs> the number wasn't two. It was uh, add a zero. No. <laughs> um, I remember it was, I was actually thinking about this. Uh, it was a throwback night. Um, I think it was before you before you lived in uh, the Sachem Street apartment. Uh, my, my second girlfriend, shout out to you if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> When I went on my first, like, date with her, it was a double date with our good pal, redacted, tall friend, um, and prior to the date, I just bought, like, a 30-pack of Bud Light, and I was like, all right, the date doesn't, like, we don't have to get there until, like, nine, it was a Friday, we got home at, like, six, like, hey, you want to just split this 30, 30 rack? Which we, is problematic. Before we go to this date, this double date, with a girl I think I, like, really like. And it was like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's each have 15 beers before going out and hopefully meeting our girlfriends. And he was to say, that night did not go well. Shock. Surprise. Yeah. Like, this is, granted, it was like 23, 22-year-old me, which this is a dumb person to begin with, but I don't know how that was like, let's split 15 beers. And how did I get to the cab? How did I make it through the door? How did I get my ID out? If I had 15 beers right now. Oh, I'd be dead. I'd be <laughs> I'd be, I'd be probably. If me and you split thirty t- tonight, like how many would we get through before like insane insanity 
I don't know. Here's the thing with me drinking a lot now. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can get to that point of, like, potentially being pretty crazy. But more I find is that I hit a point and I'm just like, yeah, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> I have the I have the puke trigger. Uh, yeah, I never I never used to puke, and I still is, don't puke. I think the puke trigger is important. And I'm thankful. I, I get, for, for a while, it's like, oh, I hate the puke. Like, hate that I have to throw up after, like, X amount of drinks. But it saved me. Because you see the people that don't have that. And they can keep going beyond that barrier. And it's bad. Because I've had a nice rare. I'll throw up in there and be like, all right. Take some uh, Listerine, swish it around, splash my face with some water, wipe my face. Get back out there. And those are, tend to be the worst nights of my life. <laughs> sure. When you get back in the saddle. But then some people can just like keep going. And that's where you see the, the darkness come out. But yeah, hangovers. They're not great. <laughs> in summary, in summary. Not good. We're 25 minutes in. We've talked about our fashion. fashion. Shout out to fashion. Shout out to, um, yeah. The fashion of podcast. Yeah. Um, that. What else did we talk about? That's really it. We never brought up Dr. Yakub, right? That was a no, pre No, Dr. Yakub we were talking about before the podcast, which I didn't know who this person, this character was, this shadow character. He's not. He's a Wikipedia page. So, <laughs> all right, fill me in again. Just Dr. a quick summary. We're not going to dive too much into it, but in theory, according to... Someone wrote a book of Islam, uh, like affiliate, a sidebar of the book of Islam, mentioned that a black scientist that went by Dr. Yakub, um, who lived to the year 152, um, 152 years old, uh, was upset with the black race, so he wanted to create another race that was a complete opposite. So he got in the lab in the Caucasus Mountains, hence Caucasian. Yeah, I got, got it now. Like, Yep, got in the lab in the Caucasus Mountains and decided to create white people. Four questions. <laughs> One. So the argument is white people started at what year was this? Um, like six, like roughly 7,000 years ago. Okay. I thought like Islam was like a fairly, well, I guess it goes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know too much about it. Trust me. I just know of Dr. Yacoub's purported existence. Interesting. Where are the Cox Mountains, by the way? Unknown. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, we knew what a labs were. We'd have a lot more information. I also think it's... Right. I mean, I I think of the word lab as kind of a new term. Like, like, no one's saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, the Greek Empire when they were in the lab. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. But, I mean, I'm not... Yeah, if anyone has a Wikipedia page, I just have to believe it. Right. Well, obviously. So, honestly, I... So you think this is a real thing? I mean, only like 98%. So right. Not fully certain. Obviously, who would believe anything? It's like if you're a flat earther. There's always like 2% of you that thinks that might not be true. Yeah, so like I'm mostly convinced that... That Dr. Yakub created mostly, white people in the mountains of the Caucasus. Yeah. The Caucasus Mountains. That haven't been discovered. Which haven't been discovered. And, TBD on where they are. And the fact that Dr. Yakub is the right age of 153. In 53, yeah. 152. 100, no, 153, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> he, made, he made it to 152, Sean. Please. So, all right. More questions. How did he do this? Was it like... I think he just phased out black people. But here's my question. If eugenics. You, but I understand eugenics if you already have white people. But how do you get it when there's only not white people? He did some pigment stuff. Did he do okay. some... DNA splicing. Well, no, 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 no. I gotta go back. I don't, DNA I splicing. Wasn't in, I wasn't a fly in the wall in the Caucasus Mountains. I'd be dead. Come on, Sean. 7,000 years ago? How old do you think I am? What's his name again? Dr. Yakub. Yakub. I gotta look this character. Y A K U B. 
I mean, beg him. <laughs> on the next topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> moving on, we're in uh, NBA free agency. Stuff's happening. LeBron James just opted out. Well, he didn't opt in. He did not opt in, which means he said, "Hey, I don't need that thirty plus million dollars." It must be nice to be like, "Here's thirty, whatever." I'm good. I'm all set. I'm fine. Actually, I'm good with that. He said that. He said, "I'm good with that." You can keep it. It's pretty great. If I got a tenth of that, a tenth, no, one hundredth, I would not opt out, or op- I would opt in. Actually, it's made me think, like not to like get too dicey, but if you had to have your own life free agency, like say similar to an NBA player, but with your current job, like you'd work for you know, the equivalent of your job in whatever city, what city would you move to, and what would the price point have to be? Well, like I, um, just go by multiplier. Like if you lived in Milwaukee, it'd have to be like five x to live yeah. in Milwaukee. But if you lived in like another cool city. You'd be down Right, I see what you're saying. Well, at the same time, it's like, are we putting, like, uh, cost of living into a... So that's the thing. It's like, I like San Fran. That'd be cool to live in Northern California. It's so crazy how these guys want to think about cost of living, really. They do, but they don't. Right, I heard Daryl Morey puts that into, like, his, like, spiel. No state tax. No state tax, and that Houston's, like, a fairly cheap city. Mm -hmm. Like, so why would you, like, go play for, like, the Golden State Warriors? But at the same time, it's like you're talking about people who are making millions and millions of dollars. Like, how big of a difference is that really? They can be angel investors in Silicon Valley, which is basically what they're all I doing. I guess the state's tax is like an actual thing. Like, that's kind of a big that deal. That is. It affects all of your checks. I mean, because yeah. they get their away game checks taxed by that state that they play in. Right. And there's those random, yeah. Yeah. All right. But, uh. All let's, right, let's think about this. So, Milwaukee. I just pick Milwaukee every time I think of a shitty city. No offense to Milwaukee. I've actually heard like decent things. I've about actually Milwaukee. heard really good things. People like, that went there, right? Playoffs. It's by the water, isn't it? There's yeah. like, it's it very gets, cold though. It gets cold, but it's like I I've heard actually surprisingly good things in Milwaukee. You're not hearing those things about like Cleveland and Detroit. Like I'd much rather That's, live in Milwaukee. What would it take to get you doing what you do in Detroit? Quite a bit more. Yeah, it would definitely take more. I, I would say at least double, and I don't even know if that would do it. To be I mean, honest. That, it, like, what you're making now in Detroit would make you a king, uh, but double would make you just like, you can buy the entire block. No offense blocks. to Detroit. No offense to Detroit. Or Milwaukee. Or Milwaukee. We're just a fan. Milwaukee, like, I could... <coughs> it also, like, all right, like, say if, say if we're taking significant others, like, out of the equation. So, like, say you're, like... Oh, they would absolutely hate this block. Right. But. So, like, that's, like, a pretty big yeah. driver right there. So, say for some reason you're single. And like you're like yeah, fuck just it. think individually. Yeah, Milwaukee maybe one point four. That's low. You think so? I mean, you live in a good city now, like quote unquote good city, like as far as every metric, as you know, socioeconomic. I mean, maybe one point five. Detroit is two point I would need double. What's a city you would pay? Take less? Like I would take less to move there. The there thing is, this yeah. The thing is, the cities that I would take less are more expensive. Right. I don't know. Like I would definitely want to do it for San Fran, even though broke. like San Fran would be mm-hmm. cool to live in. Yeah. You need like, I think every compared to Boston, based on cost of living, because I think it's two x there. So you need at least two x, and then probably more because. Yeah. The other city, maybe Denver. Denver would be a cool city to live in, but you're not really around anything in Denver besides like. Yeah. 
It'd be cool because you're around the mountains. But like, the nice part about Boston is it's like you can shoot down the East Coast and kind of be anywhere pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, you can have any experience. You could go to Vermont. I love when you Vermont. you had your little white people week where you did Vermont and Utah. Like, yes, I did do. Well, I did that like back to back weekends. I think. Yeah, that was your. Uh, it was like wow. That was that's your like pilgrimage. The, that's the whitest thing I've ever done. Right. <laughs> that was there. like when people go to Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> That was your your pilgrimage. Do you think um, if I invited you, you would have came? I would go to one. Yeah, I couldn't do both. Couldn't do both. Yes, I mean, sir. those are cities. I mean, experiences. That's what Clinton, New York, was for me. Experiences. Yeah. Here are white people. You have to interact <laughs> with them. You don't have a fucking choice. In order to progress in this world, you have to interact with them and become like infiltrate. I don't know if my father used that word, but he may have used that word. Do you think he used the word "you should infiltrate the white people"? I don't think he did. <laughs> It sounds pretty racist and weird. Yeah, I don't think he used that word. But I think he he was like, oh, you just have to kind of like, you grew up in this city where there were literally no white people. That's a good point. You have to like diversify your perspectives and see how other people live and see how you're, where you stand in this world. I was like, damn, I'm 13. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And yeah, didn't really know when Clinton either. Clinton gave a terrible example of what the real world was like. Well, he gave kind of a... A not realistic world of yeah, expected way more racism. Shout to Clinton for being very nice. <laughs> I did. I honestly did. I was like, man, ready to put up a Dukes every day. I'm like, man, everyone's really nice and like super caring and like very. Everyone's really nice. Yeah, like friendly and stuff. But yeah, um, what would it take for you to go to like <laughs> go back to Clinton? Granted, like families there. Here's, yeah, but, here, here's the thing that I'll but say you have about. To, Central New York and upstate New York in general. It's beautiful. It's great. It's the people are really nice. Um, the people who stay in Central New York, I, I there was a point in my life where I was like, God, I can't believe what they're like. They should. Why aren't they leaving? But like now that I've gotten older, I I almost completely understand it. Where it's like, you know what? They've all their family there. It's a really nice area. It's a great place to raise a kid. It's a great area to raise a kid. There's, even though people say, oh, there's nothing to do there, like, if you're into certain things, that's actually not true. You know, if you're into kind of being outside and doing this and winter activities, like, it's It's actually a great place to live. So, um, it wouldn't be my first choice. Um, it's not terrible. It wouldn't be the... I could do it. I couldn't. (laughs) I mean, I got... I got accepted to Hamilton College. Well, I mean, you're going from high school to college. That's, I could see why yeah, yeah. you're like, you know what, I kind of want to branch out a little bit. Yeah. I would, what would happen if Did I went to Did any ABC kids go to uh, Hamilton? Vlad. Remember Vlad? I do. Yeah, he went there. Where's he now? Living in New York. Yeah. He's doing New York life. Yeah. Um, literally working in New York life, not living in New York life. But uh, he's doing well. Um, <laughs> Hamilton was nice. Uh, it was very nice. That was the thing. I was like, all right. But I, the ABC house was uh, on right Hamilton's on campus. Hamilton College, yeah. Like, I would be seven feet away from where I went. That grew up in high school. So, wasn't going to do that. But it's a really nice town. I'll say that. I would have to receive three X to go back. Three X. Three X. So, because I'm basically saying I can't go back. <laughs> so what? Here's the, so what? You, That's probably the highest one. I said Detroit. And Cleveland were 2x, Milwaukee 1.5x. I, st- I still, I agree with those. I think that, like, you have to put Clinton. Well, me specifically, Clinton 3x. Yeah, I agree. Just how I grew up, like, I need to be in, like, a city. Yeah, you're a city person. I'm a city guy, um, which is bad for 
my fiance who grew up outside of the city. In like Burn. me. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see what that... I mean, I obviously will not get per se or choice in my life, but... That's not true. You never know. <laughs> I don't think I'll get the same. Okay, you probably won't. Yeah, I have no power. But, you know, that's why I have my own podcast, so I can vent and talk about how I have no power. Um, so let me give you, let me rattle off some of the prominent free agents. Sure. And you tell me where you think they're going to end Let's up. Let's hear it. Let's start with... Lakers. The obvious, DeMarcus Cousins. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, threw him for a loop. Woo! DeMarcus Cousins, coming off an Achilles injury. Ooh, DeMarcus is a good one. Um, it's going to be a weird team. It's going to be a team that's going to pay him a shitload. But I don't think there are a lot of teams that can. Dare I say Sacramento again? God, no. I mean, I've heard yeah. Dallas, but yeah. then Dallas is getting in the DJ yeah, conversation. Um, I don't th- I don't think we'll be on the Pelicans. Uh, so then it's like, what other team? And you kind of go down the list, and then you realize a lot of teams have a lot of money just kind of capped out. Yep. No one can afford them. What about, like, the Magic? Don't they have a decent amount of money? Yeah, but he'll die in Orlando. He'll fade into obscurity. In Orlando. I don't, like, I think it's going to be a weird team. That's my guess. So he won't, like, he'll be out of relevance. That's what you think. Yeah. I mean, maybe. No. But I, like, I, I, like, it's like, even, would like. Would Philly like him? No, he's not going to Philly. We're, is how it redundant? Play, how would he play with Embiid? I was saying it's a redundant. It's very it, redundant. I mean, he's in the post, but he plays outside a lot. It's they very both, I know. I was I thinking. Know. That's terrible. Okay, I'm just saying. I know it's a bad fit. I wouldn't do it if I was I like a GM who's Brett Brown. Dal- and I haven't read anything about where he's going to go. And I, I, I at one point saw the list of who has a lot of money, and I kind of forget who's on it. But I'm going to go either Dallas or my um, Orlando. Dallas or Orlando. Even if Dallas gets DJ? No, then obviously no. Like, okay. You're going to name one or the other. And I yeah, think yeah, one you, or the other. I think they'd rather have DJ because it's like a one-year thing. And one it's year like, and he's it. from there and whatever. Yeah. Um, Orlando, I would not want Buggy to go to Orlando. You know I would what? feel very bad Now and I realize they have a bunch of big men and they just Traffic drafted what's-his-face. Um, so I'm taking that one back. I don't know. You think who else has cap space? Who? No one. Um, Lakers. Uh, I don't yeah. think he's going to the Lakers, though. Um, like, yeah, because they have other things that they're trying right. to do. Um, hopefully not the Celtics. No. <laughs> I think we, it's going to be kind of a weird team. But like then again, like all these weird teams have found a way to shoot themselves in the foot. Like You think of like the Pistons, for Charlotte. example. Charlotte. They're like in cap hell. Yeah, because um, they picked up Mozgov. So, <coughs> um, I'm going... Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Brooklyn could pay him. Got Dwight now, but they're but they talking about it. a buyout. Yeah. Um, He's going to get bought out. I think it's already official. He's getting bought out. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I said Orlando now, because I'm I, I strongly against that now. I don't know. You, okay. You got me a tough one. All right. We'll, we'll make it a little easier. LeBron James. I do think he's going to the Lakers. Is that contingent on anything, or you think he's a strip? No, guy? I don't think it is. You think if... You know, other folks don't end up on the Lakers. He's going to be a Laker. Yeah, really. I kind of. You think he's just tired of Cleveland? I would be, but you think he is? LeBron and Lonzo. It's kind of a weird team. I mean, Lonzo is a pretty good fit with LeBron. I I almost think the opposite because like you, you when you he, have LeBron, he's your de facto point guard. But I think Lonzo is very good off ball as far as defend, defending. He didn't get a lot of credit for his defense last year, but. I don't know. He needs to become a better shooter. 
Right. I mean, everyone, you play with LeBron, you got to become a shooter. Right. Um, also, Paul George. He might, you know what, I think he's going to resign with Oklahoma. Did you, are you watching any of that dumb, The Journey on ESPN? No. Paul George is doing like a bootleg like diet decision. Oh, uh, <laughs> God, really? But he's doing his like as a story. It's like three parts. Um, and the second part was yesterday, and I caught a clip. Him talking to Dwayne Wade at Dwayne Wade's house. Um, and they're drinking gl- glasses of wine. Of he's, course. He's basically asking Wade like what he should do. And Dwayne Wade's wearing a romper. <laughs> um, pouring and they're both like swishing around glasses of wine and like smelling it and they're like oh man this is, I gotta get like you man I gotta get like you this is the good one this is the good stuff and I'm like based on this conversation Paul is gonna make a terrible decision <laughs> this is not boding well for his future um Dwayne Wade just like is just rich he's just doing rich people things Dwayne Wade's had an awesome career he's had a great life yeah he's had an excellent life quietly and now he's having this like Weird LeBron or um, Magic, Magic Jesus Heat era where he's like kind of a six man. We get like twenty five minutes a game. He's still good. It's still pretty good. Yeah. Like, there's no pressure for them to like win anything. So he's just chilling at home where he's from. He had that one awesome game the versus playoffs, the yeah. Sixers. Yeah, he, he rocked fucking guys. killed them. Yeah, and he still has those in him. Like it's not consistent. It's not every night, but he can still do that. But yeah, he was just sitting there in his romper, just like, hey man, you should do what your heart tells you. And I'm, like, watching the screen, like... And Paul George is looking... Absorbing it like a sponge. Right. And I'm like, you're not like taking v- advice. Vanilla conversation. You just... Whatever you feel... It's not about man. the money. First thing Wade said, he was like, it wasn't about the money. He was like, it's about winning championships. He's like, the feeling I got, you know... I was, I was a scoring champion one year, and no one bought me a car. Like, I didn't get any articles about me or anything. I was just sitting at home in gym. Because I got eliminated in the first round. He's like, but now I was holding that championship. And I was the happiest I felt playing this game. And Paul George looked like a kid in a candy store. Just like, yeah. yeah. And he was like, yeah, I think I could get that with Russ. And I laughed out loud. I <laughs> laughed out loud. And I was like, you are not getting that with Russell Westbrook. You're um, not. And then he was like, but I'm from L.A. And then Wade was like, gotta do what the heart wants. Some cliche shit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. He's easily influenced by like strippers and stuff and women. So Paul George? Yeah, he has a baby with a stripper. After a Miami road trip. I did not know that. Let me tell you, the Miami road trip is probably the it's biggest... problematic. It's the biggest enemy to a young NBA player. Well, I've always heard Atlanta's a while time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so you're probably doing those in similar... Oh. So you're going to, like, Atlanta, Miami? You could have a bad week. Right. You have two... You could literally have pregnant two women in two days. I could see Atlanta being, like, a rough one because not only is it, a, like, Atlanta, so it's like you're having a rough night, and then you're going to play Atlanta... Like, in a shitty crowd. Yep. Like, probably, not a lot of people. Probably rooting for you. And it's, like, I could see it being tough to, like, really get going. Yeah, and then you're, like, you go out at night, and then you're, like, all right. All right, well, tomorrow we got Miami, yeah, and so then you get fucked up again. The, you're, yeah, then you go to King of Diamonds, and a nice young lady says, hey, are you that guy? I didn't realize Paul George impregnated a stripper in Miami. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. He's a daddy. Life decisions, you Stripper know? baby. One of those stripper babies. They happen. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not for me, but they happen to people. I will say, and not to put the limelight on Sarah, she is in the room now. She came in. She has not even flinched. Not like once during this conversation. 
I don't even think she knows we're talking about it right now. She has narcolepsy also. Yeah. Uh, she so. heard narcolepsy. What? <laughs> Sarah, uh, contributing guest and contributing uh, host. Of By the way, we got a lot of positive comments from your uh, guest appearance last yep. time, Sarah. Did you? Yeah. You're now a third host. Of the Eventually, you've grown to. You got promoted. Third spinoff. Oh yes, a, a woman's podcast. A woman's podcast. It's just Sarah talking. It's just Sarah. We we're sitting in the room, but we're not. Yeah, we're not talking into the mic. It'll be four and a half hours. It's long. the woman's enough podcast. <laughs> we're rebrand. No, no, no. We're we're. Is that offensive? We woman. Not women. Not woman is enough. Like enough. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but no, woman enough. Like me, meaning I am enough. As a woman, I, I I didn't mean it for it to be like a. a we got to rework that name. Yeah, the Fashion Enough podcast still works. Yeah, we, we Sarah, we started another spinoff, Fashion Enough podcast. We have three podcasts now. Yeah, the network's growing. It is growing. So we have a fashion podcast, a sports and life podcast, a woman, and a yeah, a woman's empowerment podcast. podcast. Where you just like, hey, it could be episode one could be just called "Fuck Men." I'll be a, I'll listen. I'll listen. Because honestly... I don't disagree. Honestly, fuck us. What, yeah. what do we provide? Nothing. I thought about today. I was like, what is my value I'm adding? What's my value add? Your value add. Mm. <laughs> I could open jars. <laughs> and I, could, <laughs> I think that's... <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I can't open jars very well. So I'm, I'm like 75% opening jars. Mm, I'm less than that. <laughs> so... Whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, half the rent. That's what I am. <laughs> you're a bag of money. You're, yeah. you're a bag of money that's not necessarily needed, but it's like helpful. Right. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm glad I don't have to live in a studio, so I'm glad you're here. <laughs> yeah, basically that's it. It's true. So yeah, you have, your value like might just be penis. I don't know. Are, I don't we, know. are we just walking penises? That we like... It's just like, hey, all right, you eventually need us to procreate, and then what's our use? Do we? I don't even think we do. You can mine us. You can mine us. In theory, we need someone. Sir, if you're going to chime in, you can come over here. You can't just be like a, like, yeah. hanging out there in the rafters. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like someone talking from a mile away. Right. Um, no, no, there's talks of mining men for their sperm. Where, where have you found this? This is not a thing that No, it's like, a, it's like a dystopian future. It's like a where, weird Wikipedia article. It's like the opposite of Handmaid's Tale. Where Got it. men are just living underground and we just provide sperm to women that give birth to children. It sounds like a weird Wikipedia article, which I'm in on. I mean, we already talked on Dr. Yacoub, so might as well keep it moving. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, it's a matter of time before they decide. Like, they realize we had no value. And they're like, fuck, just put them in a hole underground. Give them, like, shit ton of beer and, like, TVs, PlayStations. That's that's it. And just let it. And then occasionally, every like week, they gotta like deposit X amount of sperm into this like tank. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah. Kawhi, where's he going? <laughs> <laughs> Kawhi is not going to San Antonio, uh, or not will not be on San Antonio. Okay. That. What team then? Um, I truly believe this Lakers deal gets done. I, I do too. I truly believe Lakers get all three: LeBron James, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard by the end of next week. And they will be a fourth seed, and they will lose them to the Warriors in six games. God, that's going to be great. Because you know what? <laughs> as much as it's like getting annoying with the Warriors, if the Warriors and that fucking team play them, I'm rooting for the goddamn Warriors. Oh, yeah, because it was like clearly like manufactured <laughs> to, like, we're beating the Warriors. 
We're like, this is nothing homegrown here. This is literally like, like we bought this. We acquired this based on the logo. <coughs> but yeah, losing six. I honestly, a gentleman's six. Yeah. You're probably right. I don't want Kawhi to go to the Sixers. I don't know if you want him to go to the Celtics or not. I don't. I, yeah. It's just like the idea Giving up too much. Giving up that things much. Are, things are pretty good. And, and then the idea of just for one year, because you have no idea where he's going Yeah, next it's year. not like you're getting a J.J. Redick rental, where you're like, yeah, he's probably coming back. Right. But like... And you didn't pay... Like, you paid money for him, but you didn't yeah. give up assets for him. Yeah, you didn't give anything up. He was afraid of him. But, yeah, like, I think he would be a decent fit in Philly. Better than... He would be great on Philly. I think he'd be like, better than LeBron, as far as fit. Because um, LeBron and Ben Simmons are redundant. Yeah. I mean, Lebr- LeBron's just a better version of Ben Simmons. Yeah. And Kawhi does something completely different. So, I mean, you'd have the, the, the point guard, like, whatever hybrid, point forward hybrid that can bring the ball up and also take it to the basket. You have Kawhi who can create his own shot, hit threes, get to the line, and then you have the monster in the paint. So that kind of makes you very versatile. But It'd be again, a really the, good team, but yeah, the year, idea of like him just bouncing after a year. I mean, this is quiet talks. Quiet. Quiet. You get that? You hear that, that one? Quiet talks of him wanting to be in the Knicks. I don't think he's going to the Knicks. I mean, we did see James Nolan might sell the team, though. Oh, my God. Can we talk about that? That was me, like, smashing the every button that I won't signify in front of Sarah. The nut button I'll talk about. It was the, the blue nut button. It's, I don't a, it's know. a nice meme, um, but it's basically just you're happy. And I, but I saw that. I didn't know it was real. Because so I was like, all right. I've seen this article before. Like, people are like, this oh. This one looks real. James Nolan could sell the team. No. But this one actually, like, it had legs. It was on ESPN. It wasn't on, like, you know, the bootleg sports site. I mean, he has no incentives to sell it. I saw the thing. It was like, he's way more into music. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Owning Madison Square Garden is pretty good avenue into music. Well, it sounds like he was was thinking of, like, changing the organizational structure where, like, the Knicks and the Rangers are their own things. Yeah. And you could still potentially keep Madison Square Garden. Yeah. That'd be good, because, like, talking to people in the industry, Madison Square Garden Company is a hodgepodge of shit going on. <laughs> There's, like, eight different things you got to worry about. It's just like, oh, yeah, we got concessions, we got Billy Joel coming in, but then Knicks are dealing with them. We got the New York Liberty, and then we got the Westchester Knicks. Let me talk about the Westchester Knicks. And the New York Rangers! What the fuck? You got seven businesses under your wing, and there's, like, seven people working there. It is really, like, the Rangers, the Knicks... The WNBA, like the Liberty, and then Billy Joel. Yeah, it's Billy, Billy Joel. Joel just quietly, Billy Joel. Just basically an he's employee. A, he's, he like has an office there. Um, but that <laughs> Billy Joel's got confident. a sweet setup. <laughs> he just plays like three Madison Square Garden shows a year. Yeah, like there's the residencies in like Las Vegas usually, but then you have to fucking live in Las Vegas, which yeah. I'm sure is fine. But like yeah. living in a year in Las Vegas sounds pretty awful. Yeah, a like year. Billy Joel's just figured out a way. He's like, no, 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 the residency's gonna come to me. Yeah, it's a good... I'm playing in... He, his apartment's up the street. Yeah. He's like, I'll just head down the street. Like, I get to live my life, live in a city I want to live in. I'll occasionally take the um, Excel Amtrak down to Philly <laughs> and do a show there. <laughs> yeah, but that's his, like, longest, like... That's, yeah, that's, that's as far it. as he goes. He's n- rarely coming to Boston. Oh, hell no. Uh, yeah. he, he does the Fenway show, but that's, like, another Acela. Yeah. That he's just like, oh, I guess I'll leave my block. Because <laughs> I'm sure he lives in, no, like... No, he definitely doesn't. Do you think he helicopters? He helicopters. 
Does he? Yeah, because um, one of my friends at work is a friend that. Um, he does. That's so baller. Works at the. How long is a helicopter flight? Not long. From New York to Boston. Like, Do helicopters move as fast as planes? No. No, they don't. Well, a small, the little puddle jumper they take, like the New York, Boston puddle jumper, is that a big plane? I don't really. I don't, I don't know how these things work. But Billy Joel has a nice setup. But you bet you brought up a good point. I forgot about the LA, the Vegas residencies. Yeah, like, like Backstreet Boys, Spears Britney Spears. Now. I think like, Celine How long Dion. they live there? They'll be there for like a year, and so they must live there. And they do. How often do they do shows? I think like very often. What's in it for them? Because these are like big artists. Like, do they, like do they? Get I think they just get paid them? a shitload of money, and like the, I think the sell is like, listen, like you don't have to go anywhere. You're not on tour. You're just live here. Do whatever you want. Like and you're in South Vegas. Probably a baller ass pad. Yeah. Know. And um, don't go on tour. Have them come to you. That's interesting. Would you do that if you were a top flight artist? I think if I was on the downside of my career and, like, maybe I didn't have kids, like, in school where it was like, well, like, I wouldn't uproot my family and be For like, one you're year. moving to Vegas. Like, or people don't, I mean, maybe you could. I had, you... like, kids in, like, college or something, and it was like, yeah, that second part of the career where it doesn't really fucking matter. So probably Celine Dion was fine. I'd be like, yeah, I'll move to Vegas for a year and then just live there. Like, check out the Grand Canyon, do some hiking out there. What do you do in Vegas outside of, like, I think you just Vegas. check out Nevada. Nevada apparently is pretty cool. I hope to never know how cool Nevada is. I mean, you they have that, uh, the Bunny Ranch there. Show on HBO. I used I to watch. Does that show still exist? Yeah, I hope not. But I used to watch <laughs> it. Um, I used to watch it. Well, isn't that where, um, what's his face was? When he almost died? Oh, Lamar Odom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Bunny Ranch, that, that episode was not featured. Um, <laughs> where Lamar Odom did a little too much crack. Um, do you remember that quote um, from Stephen A. Smith? It, it was, it's now legendary, but he was talking about, like, Chris Stapps when Chris Stapps got drafted and, like, how everyone hated the pick. And he's talking to Max Kellerman, and it, it's the funniest clip. But he basically, he's like, oh, yeah, Phil Jackson comes in, says he's going to turn around to Knicks, and he drafts this, like, seven-foot-three guy from Lafayette, who we don't even know if he's good or not, and then he signed Lamar Odom, who was on crack! <laughs> <laughs> and then Max Kellerman, like, <laughs> nearly flew out of his chair. And it's still one of my favorite clips in Internet history. But Lamar Odom was legitimately on crack. He was he was on crack. Like it's, it's not a joke. Like when people talk like on crack, on crack. I mean, like, so was he on crack at all when he was on the Lakers? He was definitely on crack on the Mavericks. Oh yeah, he was a little little crack, a little dip. Yeah. Now, t- crack is like the most addictive thing that's ever been created, right? I don't really know. I as far as like my, you'd have to ask somebody else. <laughs> Your crack knowledge is my crack knowledge is not that high. Wait, I'm gonna play it. I found it. I'm gonna unmute you can probably it. find a way to put it in on the thing. We're gonna do better than that. We're gonna play it from my phone. All right. Get ready for Stephen A. Smith too. Wow, you. Who was on crack? <laughs> Who was on crack? <laughs> Look at this face Max Kellerman is making. <laughs> it's a man that's just purely <laughs> doesn't know what his next step is gonna be. But um. 
Alright, so you think Kawhi is going to end up where? We didn't get your answer on that. Uh, I definitely think LA. And I, I'm taking the Paul George thing back. Like I think I think they're gonna. This, All three. This team's happening. All three. You're in it's on just, it. I'm it, in on the it. The stars are aligning just way too well. Okay, so we're um, we're we're committed to the the new super team. I kind of want it to happen. Magic Johnson, the president. This is Kobe Bryant just looming in the rafters. I want this to happen. What if Kobe comes back? Kobe's not coming back. I know. Back. I know. That'd be a funny little side note. Though. Kobe's like, I can't let this go down in my watch without playing. One more year. They go like twenty and fucking. <laughs> There's so many, in, so much infighting. Kobe threw like a chair at fucking Kawhi. But um, uh, all right, last thing I wanted to talk about before we wrap this baby up, the 2008 Florida football team. Let's do this. Yikes! A rough week, a rough year, a rough decade for the Florida the 2008 Florida football team. Let's go over the names of players that were on that team and controversies that occurred. Okay. Let's start from the top. Aaron Hernandez. He is dead and has murdered at least one person. We are con- easily three. I easily think, three. I think, I, think, I, think, I think we're at three. I think we're at three, too. Three hasn't been confirmed, but... It's... Let's it's do quite, three. Let's say three to be safe. But one is confirmed. He was apparently at one point addicted to PCP. Yep. Um, also came out as gay. Wait, the, what? Yeah, he was apparently gay like in prison. That I did not know. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Um, and recently, his... Uh, his ex-wife or girlfriend gave birth to one of his like former like high school teammates, um, baby. Aaron Hernandez. Hmm. Yeah, so that was a good start. Um, Cam Newton, we're coming down a little bit. Okay, we start. St- stole some laptops. Just stole some, I mean, we can't. I mean, compared to multiple homicides, probably got paid at Auburn. By probably, I mean definitely. He got a bag. By me giving a shit, I don't. He got the bag. You should get the bag if you can. Yeah, good. Good for you. Please Cam. get the bag. I mean, yeah. honestly. There's probably so many people at your school that you went to, whoever's listening, that stole laptops. Yeah. It happens. God knows I did. Not quite triple homicide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were all stealing laptops. Um, Tim Tebow, who, not bad, but Just also it, interesting. Right. I mean, when you consider the other people that we're about to name and have already named, certainly an odd duck in the group. Very odd. Yeah. Kind of makes me very concerned about him. Because he was just around that. What were they talking about? What were the conversations like in the locker room? What were Cam New and Tim Tebow, Aaron Hernandez, and we'll get to the other people? But what were they talking about? What were they chatting about? What was the standard hit the locker room chat? I don't know. What's the Venn diagram of interest? (laughs) There are not a lot of things that overlap, (laughs) I'm going to be honest. All right, well, moving on. Riley Cooper. Riley Cooper is an interesting one. A confirmed... Confirm we said the N-word um, yeah. on camera. He said it very aggressively. He said it very aggressively. I will a, fight every... Is it a Kenny Chesney Kenny, concert? Oh, not like a look for country music. Um, but he was at a Kenny Chesney concert, and guy like just filmed saying, I will fight every N-word in here. That was kind of the beginning. I think that was every actually the beginning one. of the Chip Kelly thing, and that was when it was like, mm. And he got rid of Deshaun. Right. So, and then basically framed him for being a member of the Crips. Yep. But then so kept uh, Riley Cooper. Looking real funny in the light. Chip Kelly. Um, Chip Kelly cl- uh, play clock. R.I.P. Oh, my God. The Chip Kelly play clock graphic. R.I.P. I can't wait till he wins, like, two games at UCLA. <laughs> my favorite. That was my favorite graphic was the Chip the, Kelly play clock. Yeah. Um, moving forward, uh, Janoris Jenkins, who had a bad week. Yeah, his brother... Murdered someone in his house and left someone in like in the house. The, the body was found in Janoris Jenkins' home. So, 
I don't think this is going to happen, but do you think there's... What are the chances that it gets tied to him? I know he didn't do it, but I where mean, it's... He like, has to know something. You can't just have a dead body in your house and be completely oblivious. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think... I mean, I don't, I don't have a home of Janoris Jenkins' size, I'm sure, but I think I know where things are. So if I went to your house right now and there's a dead body there, could I blame you? I'd be like, like, whoa! Would you feel very cool with that? Whoa! Where'd that come from? You think Janoris did that? What? I thought that was ham. <laughs> I know we went shopping. I had my person go to the store. I thought that was just a lot of meat. What's your excuse there when someone comes and is like, hey, you know about this body? It doesn't look good, I'll be honest. It doesn't look great. So, uh, and lastly, again, we go from like super problematic to like kind of bad, but pretty bad. Percy Harvin. So he just like used to like get yeah. in fights with people. He just beat up everybody. I yeah. think he beat up most of the Seahawks wide receiving core. Including the wide receivers coach. We'd get migraines a lot. We'd get migraines he, because he beat up people so much. Yeah. Like if your reverberations from your fist, like that shake, it goes up your arm into your brain. He was kind of an asshole. He was. No one liked him. Um, he wasn't that great. I mean, he had all the potential. He was, he was kind of awesome at Florida State. Or at Florida. He I mean. was a freak athlete. I mean, they literally made him do everything. Yeah. They're like, hey, you want to run? Yeah, I'll be running back. Be a receiver. Sure. Turn kicks. You want to throw the ball? I've never done it before. You could throw it. We're up 75 points. You could throw the ball. Yeah, Percy Harvin was great until... But imagine, like, going to practice and seeing, like, your top wide receiver just beating the shit out of wailing on your wide receiver coach. That'd be weird. Is he the wide receiver coach now? It, like, per, it's like Black it's, Panther, where you're like... You win, like, it's like a championship belt? Ah, yeah. Who, ah, I don't ah, think it works Is this your way. king? Percy Harvin standing over the wide receiver's coach. <laughs> I won't run a curl. I'm going post-corner. And then uh, the angel of the group, Joe Hayden. I, I have nothing on him. Who just kept a smile on and just yeah. played his game. He played for the Cleveland Browns for multiple years. And I he, think he kept just, a smile on. Yeah. He didn't snap. Which, speaking of Cleveland Browns, can we talk briefly? I don't know if you caught this last year. Jabril Peppers, you remember him? Yeah. Michigan? Michigan. Did you ever see how they were playing him? Like, on defense? Like, how, like the positioning? I did, I did not watch a lot of Cleveland Browns. But it, it got pulled up on Twitter. But they literally had him, like, playing, like, 25 yards back on receivers. Why? I don't know. <laughs> but, like, he was off screen sometimes. He was playing so far back. But it was, like, I mean, I'm not going to fault, uh, what's his name, Hugh Jackson on his strategy. But, uh, like, basically, like, there was a little chronicle of each game and, like, pictures of him off the screen, even though he belonged. And, like, third and two. Interesting. And he's playing 25 yards back. But, yeah, they were like, maybe maybe Joe Hayden had a gripe. Maybe he should have been. He's on Steelers now. Yeah. They are like, maybe he should have been traded a little sooner because the Browns don't really know how to. 25 yards is a little weird. Like, literally off the screen. Like, you know how the wide angle in NFL games? Not Gone. Gone. So. All right, so we determined the Lakers are going to be the next super team. Um, Dr. Cube created white people. Uh... We're gonna become fashion, fashion guys. Yep. ASAP. Your backpack's feminine. We're starting a woman's podcast. Woman's that podcast. Sarah is going to launch. Host and launch and manage and run the whole thing. Women's Enough podcast is not good. Name. Not the great name. Not a great not name. Name in the workshop. Um, I just wanted everything enough. You know what I mean? Enough women. Oh, that's no. Bad. Oh, that's bad. All right. No. That's worse. All right. Enough, comma. No. Women. That, no, I. The enough women. 
female no uh, well it has to have the word enough and once you have enough like it's it's contradictory a little bit enough men from women no that's enough a men. enough men enough men yeah there it is the anti-men podcast okay by sarah by sarah this is totally mary and sean a conglomerate yeah. forming a media conglomerate what, yes. are we gonna do, what are we going to do with all this money? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Is that how it works? If you, if you keep doing spinoffs, that means you make more money, right? I'm already, like, flushed with cash. I can't even decide what we're going to spend it on. God, I can't wait for another spinoff. What's that going to be about? Um, the one where we're happy. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast where, we're, where people can genuinely feel that we're happy on Yeah. That's, that's the longest one we're going to... That's going to be the hardest one to make. Okay. That wouldn't be tough. I mean, it will be the good, the good podcast. Pod, yeah, the hat. I don't know. See, we can't even think about a possibility of that podcast existing. All right, episode forty-eight, Stephen Davis edition. Stephen Davis. Two more episodes till the the party. Yeah, the launch. Whatever we're gonna do. All right, love you guys. Peace, David Robinson edition. Bye. <laughs>